How about the Michigan Wolverines? My school, the University of Michigan, has had fantastic success on the field in the sport of college football. But I have been criticizing them for their lack of off-the-field success in the recruiting department. Michigan, when you look at the overall recruiting classes of the 2022 and 2023 cycles, which the overall, the overall ranking factors in both high school recruiting and transfer portal use, Michigan has reigned outside of the top 10. They were 12th in 2022. They're currently 19th in 2023. And the transfer portal window for 2023 has not closed yet. I don't know if Michigan's going to be active anymore in the portal. If a good safety player or a good corner is out there, I hope that Michigan offers him and I hope that he commits here because I don't think Amorian Walker will make the smooth transition that Mike Sandra still made from 2021 to 2022. He has a lot to learn from, and I don't want this defense to have any holes in it whatsoever. And they return practically everyone outside of Mike Morris, Mozzie Smith, and DJ Turner. So defensive line looks solid. But if we can get someone to fulfill the role that DJ Turner played and for there not to be a gaping hole in the secondary, I would love that. But outside of that, I don't think Michigan will target anyone in the portal. Maybe they could pick up a nice wide receiver. Maybe they'll pick up maybe someone, maybe a wide receiver who's a return specialist or something. I don't know. But... The only position that I think it would be logical for Michigan to pick up a player in with how much production they're returning, with how good they looked in the spring game, and with how much developed depth they have, I would say it's corner, maybe safety. But they have not had a whole lot of success over the past two seasons in recruiting. They just haven't. Now, they've won games. They went... 12 and 2 and then 13 and 1. They're 25 and 3 over the past two seasons with two college football playoff appearances, two Big 10 championships. Haven't had the top 10 classes though. And that isn't a massive concern unless you're a fan like me who wants to see Jim Harbaugh in Michigan win the college football playoff and consistently rule the Big 10 and contend for a national title every other year or every year. And if you don't recruit inside the top 10, that is extremely challenging, and I'd say darn near impossible to do. And Michigan after 2023, look, they're going to be losing the majority of their starters, the majority of their production. It wouldn't surprise me if Michigan after the 2023 season, if they win the national title, which I think they will, they dominate all their games, which I think they will, and they just look like the number one team in the country far and away outside of maybe Ohio State or Georgia, who conveniently are below Michigan in recruiting, but barely, and still are on average recruiting better players. If Michigan goes 15-0, and wins the Big Ten, wins it all, beats Ohio State, is perfect against multiple top 10 teams, which Michigan will be playing two in Penn State and Ohio State, they might be playing a third in the Big Ten championship game if Wisconsin is as good as they are or if Iowa's offense gets back on its feet. And they'll definitely be facing two top 10 teams in the playoff if they do 
play the full 15 games, which I think they will, and win them both. In that case, J.J. McCarthy, Blake Corum, Donovan Edwards, most of the two deep on the offensive line, some wide receivers, maybe a tight end if A.J. Barner decides to declare. Luckily, Colston Loveland's too young, and much of the defense will be leaving. It wouldn't surprise me if Michigan was outside of the top 100 in returning production in 2024, which I know we're not even there yet. We're still waiting for 2023 to come and engage with that college football season. But it kind of looks like a do-or-die championship or bust year for Michigan. At least it looked that way with recruiting and what was going on there. And 2024, I still think, will probably be a down... It'll be a reloading-slash-rebuilding year for Michigan, especially since I think Ohio State and Penn State will return a lot more production than the Wolverines will in 2024. But we'll see. Again, it's very early. But that's just looking in the long run because that's what recruiting is about. The transfer portal is more in the short run. Recruiting is in the long run. Michigan so far has had a fantastic transfer portal class. Michigan has one of the highest average transfer portal commits. They have the like one of the highest in the country in that category where their average commit in the portal is a mid-tier four-star, which is one of the highest. They have the number two transfer portal prospect in Ernst Hausman, who's already enrolled at Michigan. They've done phenomenally there. In the long run, I questioned their recruiting and said that it needs to improve and that their NIL needs to get their act together. And they did both those things, and now Michigan has the number one recruiting class, and that's that's freaking fantastic, is all I'll say. 14 commits, one five-star, 10 four-stars, three three-stars. As you can see on the screen, an average recruit ranking of 91.87, which if that is to be held constant, would be the highest average commit rank in the entire Jim Harbaugh era. Maybe the highest in 24-7 sports recruiting class index era. Maybe the highest there. It's incredible. Number one recruiting class, and I know, I know, Buckeyes, Dogs, you're still recruiting the better players. Ohio State has an average of 93.31. Georgia has 94.36. Alabama currently has 95.42 average, but I think that'll drop. They have six commits. I imagine they'll pick up some three stars and lower ranked four stars. But Alabama's classes always start out slow, and then they boom when the season begins and toward the end of the summer. So they're going to be in the top five. Guarantee it. Michigan, Ohio State, and Georgia are currently inside the top three. And it's not really close, because after that, LSU, despite having 13 commits, has an average commit ranking of less than a 90. So these right now are the top three teams in recruiting. Of course, Alabama is going to enter this mix, but they're not there right now. They will be, but we're talking about the here and now, and the implications of the here and now for the future. What do you think about this? And do you think Michigan can hold this position? Not the position of the number one class. Penn State got this in the 2022 recruiting class at one point. They couldn't hold it because they got most of their players, most of their highly ranked players. But I don't necessarily know if Michigan's done here. Brady Priestcorn, who committed yesterday, 
second best player in the state of Michigan behind CJ Carr. He is trending upward. He could become a five star by the end of the year. And you have others, for example, like Andrew Roebuck, who is a huge, big time offensive tackle commit, who's currently a three star out of Ohio, who could move up to a four star. A lot of Michigan's commits in some way are already diamonds in the rough, and they could move up in the rankings. And Michigan still has a few five stars on their top target list. Michigan is warm or listed as warm toward several four-star players, including Brandon Baker, an offensive tackle from California, Bryce West, a cornerback from Cleveland, Ohio, Aaron Scott, a cornerback from Holland, Ohio, um, Gatlin Bayer, a wide receiver from Idaho, and Jordan Johnson Rubel, a safety from Florida and IMG Academy. Michigan also has a crystal ball by Mike Roach, a Texas insider toward Taylor Tatum, who is a running back from Texas. He's currently listed as cool toward Michigan, but he's only listed as warm toward USC and Oklahoma, and he still has that crystal ball toward the Michigan Wolverines. I don't know if he'll come here since Michigan already has a running back commit from Jordan Marshall out of Ohio, but if we can land both of them, and I say we because obviously I'm a fan and I attend the school, that would be awesome. So number one recruiting class currently, what are your thoughts on it? Comment down below, like the video if you haven't already, and if you're a fan of college football, I encourage you to subscribe to this community. We're very close to 9,000 subscribers, and I'll be doing a giveaway at 10,000 subscribers. So without further ado, let's just get right back into it. Is Michigan an elite program? Or are they on track toward nearly having a guarantee at being an elite program? Their 2023 recruiting class had 11 four-stars, so 11 blue-chip prospects. Michigan's 2024 class already has 11 blue-chip prospects, and they only have three three-stars as compared to the 14 three-stars of the 2023 cycle. Their average recruit rank is nearly three whole points higher than the 2023 cycle, which means you're going from a low-tier four-star, very high-tier three-star, to a mid-tier four-star. That's pretty big. And you got a five-star in the mix, too, which a few, a handful of five-stars on a roster can make a big difference if you can develop them correctly. I don't want people mentioning Texas or these other programs that have just in recent memory, been bums at developing highly touted players. If you can develop, recruiting matters. Development comes first, but if two programs are equally as good at developing, the program that can recruit higher will do infinitely better. you got to take both into play. The services and websites that just take recruiting into account are being too generous because they're basically assuming that every coaching staff can develop players. Some coaching staffs are incapable of developing players. In fact, some coaching staffs work against player development and make them look worse than they were in high school. That's just a fact. You can thank Scott Frost, and you can thank Texas for the past decade before Sarkeesian came there for, 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 for fulfilling what I said. Anyway... The 2024 class could be Michigan's highest-ranked 
since Brady Hoke. It could be the highest ranked since the inception of the 24-7 sports recruiting class calculator. Could be the highest. Could be the highest in Michigan football history as recruiting classes and rankings have only been a recent thing, mostly in the 21st century. That's from the recruiting side of it all. Michigan, when it comes to five stars that are still on their top target, there aren't many. They're all defensive linemen. Dylan Stewart and Elijah Rushing are five-star edge players. Michigan's listed as cool toward them, or they're listed as cool toward Michigan, is the more accurate way of describing that. But Michigan still has them on top target. Justin Scott, an interior defensive lineman, is also a top target for the Wolverines. So three more five-stars that are currently top target for the Wolverines. That's from the recruiting angle of it. But now I want to transition recruiting in the portal to actual on-field success. U of M has been 25-3, and 17-1 in conference play, and 500 versus top 10 teams over the past two years. They had their best season since the 1997 team, undisputed in 2022. If you want to look back at 2021, some could contend that the 2016 team and the 2016 team were better. They just ran up against Ohio State on the road, and despite being more talented, weren't as mentally tough. But the 2022 team was definitely Michigan's best team by a mile, from total talent, experience, explosiveness on offense and defense, since the 1997 team. Best team in the 21st century, when looking solely at Michigan football. Solely. Now, most of that 2022 team is returning. They're top five in returning production. They're favored to win the Big Ten for the first time since the 2019 season. And unlike 2019, you don't have a dead guy coaching the defense in Don Brown. You don't have the majority of the defense departing for the NFL. So don't have a lot of new faces on the defense. And you have a better quarterback than you had in Shea Patterson. J.J. McCarthy, taller frame, ability to put on more weight, and... Just overall looks better. J.J. McCarthy had a lot more rushing yards than Shea Patterson did in both of his seasons at Michigan. I don't think he quite had as many passing yards, but that's because Michigan's offense has become more run-centered. They kind of did away with the whole quick. They they did away with the whole quick tempo, speed and space spread that they toyed a little bit with in 2018, while still maintaining that pro-style feel and that they completely attempted in 2019 and 2020. 2022, the team was a complete pro-spread, power-spread snowball that would just bury teams. I, I read a comment once that was a funny joke regarding Michigan, that Michigan fans always say if they just had 15 more minutes, they would win every game. Well, that's not true, because under most Jim Harbaugh teams... If you gave them an extra 15 minutes against the top 10 teams that they played, they would lose by an additional 14 points, which is pretty humiliating. This past season's Michigan team, that's not the case. They come alive in the second half, and even in their sole loss to TCU, you gave them an extra few minutes, they beat TCU. The problem with Michigan last year was them starting, their speed. Their, and not even their speed like as a, from like a player talent perspective, but their speed at starting and putting their foot on the gas at the beginning. 
once they put their foot on the gas, there was no letting off the gas pedal. As the TCU game showed, and the Penn State and Ohio State victories showed, and every other game in the season, when Michigan performed at an elite level in the second half and was the best second half team in the entire country. So from an on-the-field success perspective, Michigan is very close already to being an elite program. However, they're not recruiting at the level Ohio State, Georgia, or Alabama are, and Jim Harbaugh has yet to win a college football playoff semifinal. I don't know why that says went, but it's meant to say yet. I think that was an autocorrect. Anyway, let alone a national title. He has yet to win that. And that's one of the main things that you got to look at when it comes to an elite program. So a lot of questions for Jim Harbaugh entering 2020, entering 2023. And a lot of questions for the program. Not in a sense of deep questions or concerns, but in a sense of can they make the next level? Because it kind of seems like even with the recruiting success, it's still a do or die year for Michigan. Thank you all for watching. If you like this video, leave a like, subscribe, click the notification bell, and comment your thoughts down below. Thank you guys for watching, and I'll see you around. Bye-bye.